Hi, this is Don Shireen, and this is my podcast, Dancing with Bipolar. Um, so I just wanted to um like say hi, and uh, I'm still I'm still upright, and um I'm still like kind of slaying life a little bit here, good in a way, right? Um, the uh, rock bottom storytellers happened last Thursday, Wednesday. Today's Friday, so it happened two days ago. So it happened on Wednesday, and um. It was good reception for a live show, but I just want to let you all know that um, you can still find it. It'll be forever on YouTube on Rock Bottom Storytellers 3, and um, that's the one. That's where I would go to look for it. I found it. It's there, so it's definitely there. Um, and uh, I'm gonna. Um, what I did prior to this was I recorded a, a voice and a actual video of my retelling of my story. Um, you know, and how is as it is with any story that you tell, the facts are the, the facts are true, right? But like, um, I mean, it's the same story. It's the exact same story. It's just a little bit more different detail and stuff like that because you know when you do shit live, and that was such a weird experience. Let me just tell you about this for a minute. So it was like, um, so we're on Steamyard, and um, so we're all backstage, and I have no sound, right? And then I finally figured it out, and then he's like, oh, and that's it. And then like, I just missed everything. I don't know even. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to do here. Yay! So. Um, but I I knew my story. I didn't kind of know my story. I live my story, so I knew my story, right? And, um, so, I mean, it went well. It was kind of long, going third, you know. I, I kind of understand why I was third. I was, like, um, that's actually the most important in all actuality. That's the most important position is third because you're the gateway between both of them. And if you fail, then you're not going to have people carry through to the end and... If you're not good enough, you're not going to have people carry through to you through the middle. So um, third is kind of an important position to play, and uh, I think I knocked it out of the park. But anyway, um, I recorded it, and I'm going to add that to this. So you have my story, um, my rock bottom story, um, told audio. And uh, I just wanted to thank Malta and my Mongolia and Nepal. Um, now we're talking weeks on the chart uh, over there. So now we're not just talking like hit and miss. Now we're talking like substantial lengths of time on Apple charts. And uh, thank you guys so much. I, 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 There's no way for me to actually even be able to tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, I got this beautiful uh, email from this lady who told me that I inspired her to start her blog, and um, I hope she does well, and of course, because I wasn't expecting to do this, I didn't look up the name of the blog, but it's like, um, bipolar, bisexual, something, something, I'll get it next time, or I'll try to get into the show notes on this one, but anyway, um, thank you, um, it's, it's absolutely humbling to realize that I'm inspiring you all to find your voice, do better, um, be kind, whatever it is that I'm inspiring you to do that is hopefully positive. Um, thank you for, thank you for, thank you for learning, I guess. Is, is that a good response? Thank you for learning from me. Um, I'm glad I could teach you. All right. So anyway, um, I'm going to add my talk onto this and then that's it for now. So, um, this is Dawn Shreen. This is my podcast. It's bipolar and uh, Hey, let's all stay alive. Okay. Later. I love you guys. For timing, run through Rock Bottom Storytellers, August 25th. DIY. So I moved in with a friend to uh, rent a room. Strictly business, I thought, with, you know, no hanky-panky involved and uh, no contract either. And, uh, you know, somewhat knowing that that was the downfall of a situation, um, it all did go sideways. Um, 12 days before Christmas, 
as I am frantically packing, realizing that I have set myself up for disaster moving into this room for, you know, lesser amount of money and all that, and um, no contract. Um, knock on my door, which I had barricaded myself in the room now because um, this person is a sociopath, and I am sure that I am in absolute danger. Knock on the door. Ms. Bernard, yes? Navajo County Sheriff's, we need you to open the door and show your hands, please. I'm thinking, okay, cool. You know, finally got some help. It's all good. Um, so I do so. I unbarricade the door and show my hands, and they're like, do you have any weapons? And I'm like, I do. I actually had a BB gun, um, a pellet gun, pump-action pellet gun on the bed, which was in clear sight. And um, they're like, any tools? And I'm like, no, no tools. And um, oddly enough, the, the dude that, that um, I had rented the room from was... Um, taking the tools away so um to have a tool is kind of a weird statement and they're like well uh, mr x um said that you threatened to kill him with a hammer last night and he wants you to leave and uh, you have to go and i'm like um what i have to go what do you mean i have to go i just paid rent and all the propane and do you have uh, receipts do you have <laughs> homeless 12 days before christmas so the sheriffs are kind enough to let me move a whole bunch of stuff out and um i do my cat and my dog, and, um, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff, which I am sure that he was hoping he would get, um, did leave a whole bunch of paperwork and other stuff, which I, um, still, to this day, are requiring again, but anyway, so, um, yeah, homeless, um, so I, uh, go to Catholic Charities, and by the grace of God, and all things good and pure, and karma, and everything, um, they actually give me a hotel room for 30 days with my uh, 16 under 16 pound pit bull and no cat um, in a local no-tell hotel situation, um, 30 days rent free. Okay, so I'm displaced, I'm really, um, I'm kind of dope sick actually a little bit, I'm coming off of dope, and um, but I'm grateful and I am actually realizing that this is... Um, this is something that doesn't happen to everybody. So, um, we somehow, you know, and again, because I think just because people want to get rid of me, um, I get help and get all my stuff moved to the hotel. And by 4.30 that afternoon, I am out of the homeless situation in a hotel with my dog with hot water, uh, no cameras, maybe, um, and uh, no food, blazing headache, but safer. I think. I think. Okay, so I stay at this hotel for, you know, a while, and, um, as things are, I eventually meet up with, um, somebody who's bad for me, and, um, he helps me to, um, spend my money foolishly, lose my rent money on a bad drug deal, and, um, again, set myself up to live in a place with no contract, um, to set myself up to be homeless, and, again, as we would guess, um, chain loses his mind one day um, and sets me up with um, two teeners, which is quite a bit of methamphetamine, um, and uh, tells uh, tells sheriffs that I have broken into the trailer, that we are living in together, and that God only knows, because by that time, I am already running and hiding, and I did. I hid in a trailer for a while, for a long while, until all the commotion, and then I hightailed it out of the park. Um, a little bit here, a little bit there, abandoned shed here, um, you know, a field there, running and dodging all the way, um, as Shane is basically chasing me, hunting me, stalking me through town. And 
As I'm laying in a ditch with my dog on his leash and my cat in a backpack on my back trying not to um, kill her by suffocation, by mistake, by forgetting and rolling on her or something or just crushing her as we dive out of the lights of his truck. Um, yeah, so uh, my ultimate goal is the campground and um, having already, you know, kind of uh, cased it, I know that the bathrooms are open, they're semi-clean, and that they lock. That is my ultimate goal. There is a lot of space between here and there, and I don't know how I'm going to do this. So, I, uh, we make it into the last spot, which is an empty, kind of empty field and trees and um, intersection to the main road, where if... He is the pass right there. He can get us um, because there's nowhere to run back in the woods and he will surely run through the fence to get us. So timing is exquisite here. Um, I mean, and this is taking hours. We are, you know, we are talking um, from the, the sheriffs at the trailer park to me now being at this last bastion of safety, so to speak. Um, I'm talking 700, 700 steps possibly to safety, which could take, you know, in this time scenario. Anyway, I gather all my stuff up, check my belt, tie my shoes, get the dog ready, give him kisses, tell him what a good boy he's been, um, readjust the cat, make sure she's still breathing in the backpack, you know, and, um, know that this is it. So... We come up to the edge, we go through the barbed wire fence, and um, we duck through it, and I'm like, you ready? And I look at my boy Doc Doc, and he doesn't know what we're running for, but he knows we're running. And we haul from one end of the road diagonally down to where the pedestrian cross bridge is at Rainbow Lake in Lakeside, Arizona, and we haul ass across this wide open expanse of pedestrian crossing. There's Shane on the other side. Now... There's water between us, and a one. Uh, I'm on a pedestrian crosswalk, and so it's a, he can't cross this with a truck, and he goes the wrong direction. And I know that if we can run and run and run like the wind, that we can get to where I need to go and be safe. So we haul, um, and as we're running across this this bridge in the like the dawning of the day, with the stars are shining on the water, and I just remember looking at this beautiful picture like a Van Gogh or a Dolly painting and thinking, yep, someday this is going to be a story I tell of how I survived something horrific. And so we do. We make it. Um, in the meanwhile, Shane is still, you know, revving all around the campground, um, a little bit confused by the one-way road situation. And we... Um, with the play of shadows and having played much Splinter Cell in my life, I um, actually have quite a degree of stealth um, that I was shocking to find in my real life that came through. So along with that and the uh, Mission Impossible theme, we jet across a pedestrian crosswalk into the campground, which is tree-laden and heavy with shadows, and we make it into the extra-luxurious double-wide bathroom where we back in, I lock the door, and I immediately run to the back wall and just stand there for I don't know how long. It's cold in there, and it's damp. 
Um, it doesn't smell like anything bad. It's relatively clean for an abandoned bathroom. And I just sit there. I actually don't sit there. I just stand there and shake and listen to Shane as he grows his truck now that he's figured out how to get to the other side of the campground. But now he's got to figure out what one I'm in, how crazy he's going to look. Sun is coming up. Um, everything is starting to happen. And here I am in a abandoned campground in a bathroom with two teeners of methamphetamine, my dog and my cat in a backpack, and a crazy man hunting me. And as we sat there in that abandoned bathroom for a couple of days while I did all the methamphetamine and, um, you know, I had dog food, I had cat food, I had food for me. I had actually packed a pretty smart backpack. I cleaned socks and uh, we had, um, you know, I had, I had a jacket and Doc had a jacket and uh, I, we, we made it work and, um, so, I mean, as I'm relaying the story, I'm realizing that, in hindsight, the low, the rock bottom part of the story was not actually staying in an abandoned campground in a bathroom doing methamphetamine for days while I tried to figure out if I was a felon or what the hell was going on on the outside without actually um, becoming part of the outside again until I was ready to, um, you know, and uh, coming to grips with God and coming to grips with a um, much bigger purpose of everything. And um, the, the rock bottom was actually the realization that I was having to run. That I was literally having to run, like, pray from a person that I loved that um, obviously didn't love me. And, uh, yeah, so the, the dive in, the dive, dodge, and ditch in... Um, in the washes and the irrigation ditches um, as I ran from the person that I thought loved me. Yeah, it was ultimately the rock bottom part of my story.